Lord, teach me to be generous. Teach me to serve you as you deserve, to give and not count the cost, to fight and not heed the wounds, to toil and not seek for rest, to labour and not ask for reward, save that knowledge that I know I am doing your will. Amen. Welcome to our Generosity Week Eucharist, coming from St Andrew's in Tangle in the Diocese of Chichester. Welcome to everyone who's joining us online for our service today. Jesus Christ is King of it. He lives his life in us for the sake of the world. Jesus is alive today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
Let everything be said and done in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving thanks to God through Jesus Christ. Let us bring our gifts to God, that they may be used for his glory. May the Spirit of God fill our hearts as we come to meet him in this place. As those who know the generosity of God, let us confess our sins, especially the ways in which we take his good gifts for granted. In all things you are generous towards us, yet we have sown sparingly. Lord, have mercy. Jesus, you show us the way of humility, yet we have given reluctantly. Christ, have mercy. Holy Spirit, you show us the gift of grace, yet we have loved grudgingly. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, who in Jesus Christ has given us a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, forgive us our sins, open our eyes to God's truth, strengthen us to do God's will, and give us the joy of his kingdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord.
God of grace, ever creating and restoring. You breathe life into all things and embrace us with an everlasting love. Help us to grow in wonder and awe, to embody a spirit of gratitude, to dream generous dreams that, in gathering what we have, we may graciously offer ourselves to accomplish what you will. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. But as for you, man of God, shun all this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you were made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession. I charge you to keep the commandment without spot or blame until the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will bring about at the right time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. It is he alone who has immortality and dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be honour and eternal dominion. Amen. As for those who in the present age are rich, command them not to be haughty or to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but rather on God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, generous and ready to share, thus storing up for themselves the treasure of a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of the life that really is life. In the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great the darkness! No one can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Any of you by worrying at a single hour to your lifespan. And 
why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grasses of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all of these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. It's a really strange time to be talking about generosity. I've just come back from Malawi visiting my mum, who now lives there. Although I was born there, I grew up in Zimbabwe. So I had this strange experience of going home, but as a stranger. And I was really struck by the poverty there. My husband and I were reflecting and we were saying it made us really understand the term dirt poor. And then coming home to England to the news that Ofgem has raised the energy price cap by 80%. It's a strange time to be talking about generosity. It would feel more sensible to talk about scarcity and how we can hold on to the little that we've got left, not the generous posture that God calls us to and that Generosity Week is inviting us into. But I have to tell you, it's been a wonderful thing to sit with the words of today's gospel reading. The loud noises of these uncertain times we're drowned out by the power of these very timely words as Jesus offers us words of real hope at an, at an anxious time. And I was really able to hear these words as I remembered that Jesus would have been speaking to people who were also caught up in their own seemingly insurmountable social, political, and economic pressures. He called them and he's calling us to a life of freedom, freedom to live expansive, generous time, lives even in these uncertain times. It's interesting to me that Jesus links our hearts, our focus, our attitude to money with worry and anxiety. And if that's a chain that you recognize, that those things are linked up in your own life, listen up, because Jesus offers a way to break that chain. So, can I invite you to just cast your mind over this last week? What has occupied your mind? I don't want you to think so much about what you've been doing, 
but what you've been thinking about. You see, I find it really telling that Jesus utters one of his most well-known words, seek ye first the kingdom of God, in the context of what goes on in our minds. As part of his wonderful Sermon on the Mount, Jesus addresses the questions that we face as we seek to survive. How am I going to meet my needs? Will I have food and drink? Will I have clothing? These things threaten to persistently occupy our minds in one form or another. And for many of us, they bring worry and anxiety, grasping and envy. Jesus rescues us from that merry-go-round by giving us a higher purpose, a better focus. Now listen, Jesus isn't saying that these things don't matter or that they shouldn't be enjoyed. The point is about priorities. Don't let the pursuit of these things camp out in your mind, shape who you are. As Tom Wright puts it, put the world first and you'll find it gets moth eaten in your hands. But put God first and you get the world thrown in. As legitimate as these human concerns are, Jesus cautions us not to let them be the focus of our thinking, therefore the focus of our lives, but instead to place our greatest priority on seeking his kingdom. The kingdom of God refers to God's active rule over creation. And in a sense, this is an invitation to partner with God in making that a reality in the places where we live and move and have our being. And if we can change the focus of our minds, Jesus is promising that that chain that links us to worry and anxiety will be broken. Saying yes to this invitation to think differently, to live differently, has been the greatest blessing of my life. My mum very proudly used to refer to me as her little go-getter. As a late teen, young adult, I was very ambitious. Several factors in my life had made me believe that it was up to me to make sure that I had this kind of life that I wanted to live. So my future occupied my thinking. I was at the center of my ambitions. I wanted to do well for myself. I was the driver of my ambitions. I was going to do well for myself. And so the stage was set. Then, at the age of 20, I had an encounter with Jesus and his kingdom that led to my transformation. Real change came 
in the occupation of my mind and my attitude to money. I encountered Jesus and saw myself through his eyes. His thoughts about who I am, his thoughts for me about who I can become in him, won me over. And my mum lost her little go-getter, but I gained a life worth living. And the most undeniable result of Jesus redirecting my mind and my heart from earth to heaven has been a real freedom from worry and envy around the area of provision in my life. The transformation was from a scarcity mindset that had me anxious and grasping for things to an expansive life of freedom where my cares are entrusted to God. Living without worry, with contentment that doesn't always want more, may sound like an impossible promise, as unattainable as life without oxygen. Yet, Jesus is saying that is what his kingdom produces if we pursue it. This reading offers us an opportunity to be honest about the state of our hearts and our minds, not as a shaming exercise, but so that we can ask God to enable a shift from a scarcity mindset to the abundance mindset of the kingdom of God. An abundance mindset says that our security and our provision comes from God. And so it frees us from striving. It also connects us with the needs of others and expands our understanding of our capacity to resolve those needs. It releases our clenched hands. I am aware that we are marking Generosity Week at a time of great financial uncertainty and strain for many. And yet, I press on with this invitation, calling us all to a kingdom-centric life that reflects the generosity of God, the one who dresses the lilies with beauty and splendor. Surely, he too can provide for us. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, 
through whom all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified unto Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. One of the reasons the church is here is because 60 odd years ago, a group of local young mums sat together around a kitchen table in a house just not very far behind you where you're standing now and uh, thought, this estate doesn't have a church and it really should have one. And they got together and they petitioned the then Bishop of Worcester and this building and this worshipping communities here as a result of those young mums wanting the best for their families. And so as we were thinking about being strategic, we decided the best way ahead was to start where the church started. And so we are putting all of our eggs in the basket of working with young mums on the estate. And uh, that's uh, to begin with through our mainly music babies and toddlers singing group. And then we're letting what happens there help us decide what to do next. Warnden is an estate which some people would look at and go, oh, you don't want to live there. Oh, that's a bit difficult. That's a bit challenging. That's a bit rough. And that can really affect the self-esteem of a place and uh, by being uh, a place of hope, a place which says, hey, what can we do about that? How can we participate? What are the ways that we can give and share? We think that that creates a space. We think of this as sacred space and common ground. It creates a, an opportunity for people to take part in, in the life of the community and, and to see that life grow and multiply. Our Sunday morning congregation has got to be the most patient, loving group of people because we've had to amend so much in the last few years because of COVID and as we reimagine how to use our building. But the thing that's lovely is with each of the new activities we've taken on, we've said to everybody, we've commissioned everybody as members of the team. So everybody in our congregation is part of the Mainly Music team because they give, which supports the life of the church, they pray. And so it's been about making space. One of the things we say here is you can only be generous with what you have. And the thing that we really have in common as this church is the building. And so that must be what God is calling us to be generous with. And the life of our Sunday congregation is expanding. And although that's, it's upheaval to get to that, the sense of family makes it so worthwhile. And there are people in the congregation saying, oh, the place is alive, the place is alive. A lot of the children that we've connected with, of course, were born during COVID or didn't have that chance when, after being newly born to uh, be around with other children. So each of our mums has just been so grateful to have a place that is home for them. I'm going to read you a letter that I had from one of our mainly music families. It says, to the mainly music family, and the word family is underlined, I wanted to express my heartfelt thanks for all that you do to run mainly music. 
the time spent by all of you and passion you show has created a real sense of family and community, one I'm very grateful Delilah gets to experience and be a part of. I think the thing that really makes a difference is not, not being that bothered about what's missing not being bothered about what's a need or a deficit, but actually saying, what have we got? What can we do? What can we offer? And giving people the chance to contribute in the ways that they can. So it's about looking at what we've got and looking about how we can work on that together. Let us give thanks to God for his gifts so generous given to us and for the blessings we are called to share. Recognising that all things come from you, for remembering that we are stewards of your gifts, for wisely using the resources entrusted to us, we offer ourselves to you, O God. For rejoicing in the beauty of creation, for the care of your world, for sharing the gifts of creation equally among all people, we offer ourselves to you, O God. For encountering the joy of giving, for humility in putting others' needs before our own, for embracing the privilege of sharing in the ministry to the saints, we offer ourselves to you, O God. For courage in offering sacrificial generosity, for giving to be an act of worship, for grace in offering our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice offer ourselves to you, O God. For all financial gifts dedicated offered to your church, for freely giving as we have received, for giving and not counting the cost, we offer ourselves to you, O God. For releasing our hold on material possessions, for contentment in what we have, for trust in letting go, we offer ourselves to you, O God. For generosity and love, encouragement and hope, for openness in invitation and hospitality, for wisdom in the gift of friendship, we offer ourselves to you, O God. For serving you as you deserve, for following our calling as your disciples, for serving you with gladness of heart, we offer ourselves to you, O God. For being a blessing through the blessings we receive, for generosity which enables mission, for sharing abundantly in every good work, we offer ourselves to you, O God. For living a generous life, for our actions to point beyond themselves, for our generosity to be an expression of love and gratitude. We offer ourselves to you, O God. Let us pray. Loving Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for your generosity towards us in so many ways. We thank you for your generous gift of your Son, who you lovingly sent to redeem us from our sin. We pray that you will refresh us in your love for the sake of him who loved us and gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Everything we have comes from you. Every act of generosity on our part is only a response to the generosity with which you have already blessed us. 
Jesus, teach us how to be generous with our time, our talents, our money. Teach us to love our communities generously, to be those who are shaped by your grace. Would you mould within us generous hearts, empowering us to give sacrificially, not under compulsion, but in joy and faith. Lord Jesus, we are so aware that for many, this is a tough time with the cost of living increases. We thank you for your faithfulness in the past, your steadfastness in the present, and we pray, generous Lord, that you will meet with each of us, blessing us with provision and your peace. Lord God, we ask for you to be with all who are suffering as the war in Ukraine continues. Lord, we pray for those who are anxious and fearful. We pray for those who have been displaced by this and other wars. We pray you will empower us to generously welcome them, to generously help them and sacrificially serve them as your hands and feet. Loving Lord, would you grow in me a spirit of contentment. Help me not to strive for more and more, but to grow in gratitude for all the ways you have blessed me. For the sake of your Son. Amen. The Spirit brings love, generosity and peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. to serve others 
and to give you glory. We make our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of abundance. Through your goodness we have this bread to set before you, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of abundance. Through your goodness we have this wine to set before you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us the cup of salvation. Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Eternal God and Father, all things are in your making, in fulfilment of your promise. You have showered us with blessings and filled us with your gifts. You form in us your image, the first fruits of your creation. And by your Holy Spirit, embed within us generous hearts, that we may be channels of your self-giving love. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, you have freed us from our sins and made us a kingdom of priests to serve you with joy forever. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and saying, Jesus Christ our Lord, and as we obey his command, send your Holy Spirit that broken bread and wine outpoured may be for us the body and blood of your dear Son. On the night before he died, he had supper with his friends, and taking bread, he praised you. He broke the bread, gave it to them, and said, Take, eat. 
This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was ended, he took a cup of wine. Again, he prayed to you, gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So, Father, we remember all that Jesus did. In him we plead with confidence his sacrifice made once for the sin for, upon the cross, bringing before you the bread of life and cup of salvation. We proclaim his death and resurrection until he comes in glory. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Dying, you restored our death. Rising, you restored our life. Lord Jesus, come in glory. Lord of all life, help us to work together for that day when your kingdom comes, and justice and mercy will be seen in all the earth. Look with favour on your people. Gather us in your loving arms and bring us with Saint Andrew and all the saints to feast at your table in heaven. Through Christ and with Christ and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honour and glory are yours, O loving Father, for ever and ever. Amen. Offering ourselves into the hand of God, as our Saviour has taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body because we all share in one bread. God's holy gifts for God's holy people. Jesus Christ is holy. Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Body of Christ. The blood of Christ.
Nottingham Rochester God. Here at your table we have tasted your goodness and generosity, which exceeds all that we can desire or deserve. Liberate us from all jealousy and grief, that we may respond cheerfully by offering ourselves to love and serve others as witness to your glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The God of hope, fill us with every blessing, that we may share in every good work, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord in the name of Christ.